ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय आई वेलकम एवरीवन ऑन दिस सेक्रेट जर्नी ऑफ द भगवत गीता द बुक द मोस्ट पॉपुलर वन येट द लीस्ट अंडरस्टूड एंड फॉर अ रीजन बिकॉज भगवत गीता और एनी स्क्रिप्चर फॉर दैट मैटर कैन नॉट बी अंडरस्टूड सिंपली बाय नोइंग द लैंग्वेज जस्ट बिकॉज समन नोज हिंदी और संस्कृत और इंग्लिश डजेंट मीन ही विल अंडरस्टैंड द मैसेज ऑफ द स्क्रिप्चर्स बिकॉज स्क्रिप्चर्स आर रिवील्ड भगवत गीता इज अ रिवेलेशन एंड वॉट इज द क्वालिफिकेशन रिक्वायर्ड इन दी श्रीमद भागवतम इट इज एक्सप्लेन ये देवे परा भक्तिर यथा देवे तथा गुरौ तस्ते कथिता ही अर्थ प्रकाशंते महात्मन only unto those great souls who have implicit faith in guru and god are the imports of the vedas revealed so it is very important to understand how we can understand the gita properly on this path on this journey three things are required enthusiasm which all of you have already shown by joining the bhagavad gita group and uh, second is determination we have to have the determination to continue because many times people are very enthusiastic in the beginning but then they become complacent and third thing is patience patience is also required because gita is addressing a wide variety of audience and therefore wide variety of subjects have been discussed so not everything is meant for everyone there is the path of karma yoga dhyana yoga bhakti yoga gyan yoga karma kand a lot of things like these so many times it will happen that you will understand things and many times you might not understand but that should not bother you because not everything is meant for you Krishna is addressing a wide variety of individuals because in this society there are people at different levels of intelligence and Krishna is trying to cater to all those individuals and reconnect them to the source reconnect everyone to him and that is why one of the names of the Bhagavad Gita is Yoga Shastra we all do yoga but uh, the real meaning of the word yoga is to link to link with the supreme so what is bhagavad gita why is it known as yoga shastra because it is a scripture it is a shastra which is which is teaching us the art of reconnecting with our source that is god that is the supreme lord sri krishna through the path of gyana yoga dhyana yoga karma yoga or bhakti yoga at the moment we are royally disconnected or some of us might be connected but not that Uh, intensely or sincerely or some of us uh, might just be thinking how to reconnect with our supreme source the supreme lord whose parts and parcels we are so gita is catering to everyone's needs whichever level we are at from there we can try and evolve or elevate ourselves so the path shown by the gita is very simple sometimes people have a misconception that if they start practicing spiritual life 
they will have to give up so many things they will have to detach themselves but that's not true the path of gita is very simple one does not have to give up anything one simply has to add god to his life it is not a path of rejection it is a path of connection you keep doing whatever you are doing simply add this valuable dimension to your life so we have to be enthusiastic and maintain that enthusiasm determination we have to be determined to go on day after day because 20 minutes in a day is nothing and also simultaneously we have to have patience some things we might understand some th- some things we might not be able to and some things may make sense today and other things might not make any sense but maybe tomorrow or two months later or four years down the line everything will start making sense so therefore patience is required as we mature we begin to understand the world around us similarly as we mature in our spiritual life we spend time we practice the process we begin to understand everything we are spiritually neophyte children so we are beginning this journey so enthusiasm determination and patience so what is the literal meaning of the word bhagavad gita bhagavad gita means the song of god some statistical highlights there are 18 chapters 700 verses around 575 verses are spoken by krishna around 81 spoken by arjuna three by sanjay and one by dhritarashtra duryodhana's father it appears as a part of mahabharat mahabharat has 18 parvas parva is a collection of many chapters brought together having the same theme so it appears in the yuddha parva there are 18 parvas in mahabharat so it is a part of mahabharat why did vyasadev whose birthday uh, we are celebrating today as guru purnima actually vyasa purnima or guru purnima is vyasadev's birthday and all gurus are considered to be his representatives therefore we are celebrating guru purnima he is the real guru who has compiled and passed on this knowledge to us so the reason behind writing mahabharat was only this so that people while reading mahabharat reading these interesting stories will also go through the bhagavad gita so the essential message of the gita is to free us from lamentation free us from confusion how many times every day are we faced with questions for which we do not have any answers how often are we compelled to make decisions without clear direction at one time or another we all get confused about what to think and what to do and wonder where to turn for perfect knowledge so on the battlefield of kurukshetra even arjuna the greatest warrior and devotee of his time was confused about what to do lord krishna the supreme lord was by his side but arjuna in his illusion in his confusion which springs from very deep rooted arrogance false ego when a person thinks that whatever he thinks or feels is right he did not turn to krishna for answers at least not initially but then arjuna's transcendental intelligence reawakened good sense prevailed 
and he submitted himself to Lord Krishna to be enlightened. And Krishna reciprocated and answered all his questions. So what if God were available to answer all our questions, just as he was for Arjuna? What a relief, isn't it? What an incomparable boon that would be. Well, he is. The answers to the basic questions of life that Krishna gave to Arjuna are also available to us, all in the pages of the Bhagavad Gita. So Bhagavad Gita is God speaking to us directly. Arjuna was a highly elevated soul. He did not need to hear the Bhagavad Gita. He was so elevated, he was constantly associating with the Supreme Lord. But Krishna made him an instrument to manifest the Bhagavad Gita in this world for our welfare, for our benefit. Bhagavad Gita is known as the manual for humanity. Whenever we buy a gadget from the market, along with it also comes a manual. The manual teaches us how to operate that particular gadget, which buttons to press, what will happen, which numbers to dial when something goes wrong. So that is the Bhagavad Gita. So sooner or later, we also find ourselves at crossroads, totally confused, do not know what to do. We keep lamenting despite our best efforts, despite our best intentions, things go wrong in our life and we don't know what to do. That's where Gita or Gita's knowledge comes to our rescue. Arjuna was confused, bewildered and uh, even though he was very knowledgeable, powerful, influential, still such a situation came into his life and then he heard the message of the Gita and he became free from lamentation. So Bhagavad Gita is a journey from confusion to clarity, from fear to fearlessness. What happens when we regularly hear the message of the Bhagavad Gita? It is explained, Yasyam vai shuyamana nam Krishna paramapurushe bhagavati utpadyate pumsam shokamoha bhayapaha Three things will disappear from our life. Shok, lamentation for the past. Sometimes something wrong has happened in our life in the past and we are finding it very difficult to let go of it. And it is giving us so much pain, so that will disappear. At present, we might be very bewildered, under illusion, totally confused, don't know what to do. That bewilderment will go away because the right intelligence uh, we will be blessed with by the regular hearing or study of the Gita. And that way our ability to discriminate, ability to take the right decisions in life will also get better. And fear or worry or anxiety about the future, that will also be taken care of simply by the regular hearing of the message of the Bhagavad Gita. So it is meant for us. And sometimes people think spirituality or things like Gita, Bhagavad, they are meant for the oldies or their retirement program. But we have to understand from the setting of the Bhagavad Gita, it is taking place in the battlefield. We'll come back to that. But it is being spoken to a young man who is a leader, powerful, wealthy, influential, educated, a family man. 
is not even renounced sometimes people also have this misconception it is only meant for the sadhus the saints no krishna deliberately chose arjuna to speak the bhagavad gita to to convey this message it is meant for the leaders in society it is meant for everyone it is meant even for the educated the most powerful the influential and it is not a retirement program so therefore he chooses arjuna to deliver the message of the bhagavad gita too and why does he choose such a setting as a battlefield it was an urgent situation the conscience had been blown and the next thing as we might have many times seen in tv serials also attack after the conscience are blown so both the armies are ready and in the middle suddenly krishna decides to speak the bhagavad gita to arjuna why couldn't he speak uh, it to arjuna before that they had spent so much time together because everything that krishna does has a deep message and we need a proper teacher to understand that so our previous vaishnava teachers acharyas on the bhagavad gita have explained why did krishna choose a battlefield as a setting to speak the bhagavad gita because as i mentioned bhagavad gita is meant for people like us and especially people in kali yuga they are very uh, lazy when it comes to spiritual life or they make excuses i do not have time i do not have energy i am so busy but it's not about time it's about desire if we have desire for something we must prioritize it and then if we prioritize it it will automatically happen so between desiring and acting there is something called priority we have desire but we are not able to put it into action because we are lacking that priority so krishna chooses the most crucial moment on the battlefield when both armies are ready with weapons in hand to speak the bhagavad gita to convey a message to drive home a point that however difficult however urgent the situation might be but still you should take time out to hear this divine message and if you hear this just like arjuna did you will come out of your confusion all the answers will come to you when i was studying in college i used to read the bhagavad gita every day when i came in touch with the process and my realization after i completed the study of the bhagavad gita bhagavad gita had answers to all my questions my newest questions the most intricate questions were answered through the bhagavad gita so <clears throat> it's an essential science uh, the science of yoga krishna addresses it as and it is not something new in the fourth chapter of the bhagavad gita krishna has explained the history of the bhagavad gita it had been existing in human history since the beginning of treta yuga but he says in due course of time this knowledge was lost due to the effect of time kala and now arjuna i am reviving it through you so arjuna was made the instrument to manifest this divine knowledge in this world however it is an eternal knowledge many people before arjuna had also received this knowledge directly uh, not directly sometimes directly and sometimes through those whom krishna had instructed that's how this knowledge comes down to us through guru shishya parampara or the chain of disciplic 
succession so why should we hear the bhagavad gita two more points for enlightenment and purification of the heart now as i mentioned earlier sometimes enlightenment might be there sometimes we might not understand what we are discussing but please know the purification of the heart is certainly happening our heart is filled with six vices lust that is selfishness anger greed pride illusion and envy these are our six enemies sitting in our own hearts and the unless the heart gets purified of these we won't be able to live a happy satisfied or peaceful life and heart cannot be purified simply by going to some heart surgeon or open heart surgery it only gets purified through regular hearing of scriptures like bhagavad gita bhagavatam uh, chanting the lord's names regularly these practices help us purify our hearts and that way our internal environment becomes clean so enlightenment and purification of the heart every time we take time out to hear the message of the bhagavad gita we know we are purifying our own hearts and over a period of time we will always all of us will experience that transformation if we are sincere and serious uh, in this endeavor on this journey as martin luther king said if you can't run walk if you can't walk crawl but keep moving so 20 minutes in 24 hours is nothing so i request everyone to take time out and hear it as we share the audio with you every day this podcast and uh, you can share it with as many uh, as you want uh, more and more people can receive the benefit and uh, we hope that uh, as we walk together on this journey it will be a very very blissful one so before we begin the bhagavad gita uh, there is a custom that we must recite the gita mahatmya what is mahatmya the glory of the bhagavad gita like all of us want to know what is in it for me i have mentioned purification enlightenment but gita mahatmya section from padma purana has seven verses which further describes what happens when we listen to the message of the bhagavad gita and just like when we approach a great personality and if we glorify him the person becomes pleased and then chances of getting what we want are greater so scriptures also understand our mentality because everyone wants to know what is in it for me so they have given these uh verses in various scriptures and this is from padma purana gita mahatmya section what happens when we listen to the message of the bhagavad gita because when we know why we are doing what we are doing what are we going to get if this question is answered then we are more inspired so i'm going to recite uh, these verses and also read the meaning and if there is some explanation required i'll try and do that otherwise these are self explanatory text 1 from the gita mahatmya gita dhyayana shilasya pranayama parasya cha naiva santi hi papani purva janma kritani cha if one reads or hears bhagavad gita very sincerely and with all seriousness then by the grace of the lord the reactions of his past misdeeds will not act upon him 
knowingly unknowingly in this lifetime or previous lifetimes we might have committed mistakes mistakes misdeeds which become the root cause of all the distress that we have to face in this life but if we regularly hear the bhagavad gita the reactions to those mistakes will not act upon us that way we'll be able to lead a happy and peaceful life by the blessings of the bhagavad gita the reactions to past sins are destroyed text 2 सर्वधर्मान् परित्यज्य मामेकं शरणं व्रज अहं त्वां सर्व पापेभ्यो मोक्षयिष्यामि माशुचः कृष्णा इज सेइंग अबंडन ऑल वैरायटीज ऑफ रिलिजन एंड जस्ट सरेंडर अनटू मी आई शैल डिलीवर यू फ्रॉम ऑल सिनफुल रिएक्शंस डू नॉट फियर अगेन कृष्णा इज रीअश्योरिंग Thus the Lord takes all responsibility for one who surrenders unto him and he indemnifies such a person against all reactions of sins any distress that we go through in life even a moment's distress it is due to past karma all that will be taken care of if we simply take shelter of the bhagavad gita text 3 mala niramochanam pumsam jalasnanam dine dine उटिसमेटेड So we are working so hard to cleanse ourselves externally, but what about the internal cleanliness? So Gita does that. Internally, our hearts are infested with the layers of dirt called lust, envy, anger, greed, pride, illusion. All that will be destroyed by regularly listening to the message of the Bhagavad Gita. Text four. Gita su Gita karatavya kiman nehe shastra vistare. या स्वयं पद्मनाभस्य मुख पद्मादिनिस्रिता बिकॉज भगवद गीता इज स्पोकन बाय द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड वन नीड नॉट रीड एनी अदर वैदिक लिटरेचर वन नीड ओनली अटेंटिवली एंड रेगुलरली हियर एंड रीड भगवद गीता इन द प्रेजेंट एज पीपल आर सो एब्जॉर्ब्ड इन मंडेन एक्टिविटीज दैट इट इज नॉट पॉसिबल फॉर देम टू रीड ऑल द वैदिक लिटरेचर्स बट दिस इज नॉट नेसेसरी This one book Bhagavad Gita will suffice because it is the essence of all Vedic literatures and especially because it is spoken by the supreme lord himself. Text 5 Bharatamrita sarvasvam Vishnu vaktradvinisritam Gita gangodakam pitva punarjanmana vidyate One who drinks the water of the Ganges attains salvation. So what to speak of one who drinks the nectar of the Bhagavad Gita Bhagavad Gita is the essential nectar of the Mahabharat and it is spoken by Lord Krishna himself the original Vishnu Text 6 Sarvopanishado gavo dogdha gopalanandana parthovatsah sudhir bhokta dogdham gitamritam mahat This Gitopanishad Bhagavad Gita The essence of all the Upanishads is just like a cow and Lord Krishna who is famous as a cowherd boy is milking this cow. 
Arjuna is just like a calf and learned scholars and pure devotees are to drink the nectarian milk of Bhagavad Gita. So the essence of the cow is the milk. If all the Upanishads which are have a very special place among the Vedic literatures, so if all the Upanishads are like a cow, what is the essence of the cow? The milk. But to take the milk out, we need a cowherd boy. So that cowherd boy is Krishna. But who is the first recipient of the milk? The calf. Who is calf compared to here? Arjuna. So first Arjuna is drinking that nectarian milk of the Bhagavad Gita. Then all of us are blessed with that. That is the meaning of this verse. And text number 7. Ekam Shastram Devaki Putra Gitam Eko Devo Devaki Putra Eva so this verse from the Padma Purana means In this present day, people are very much eager to have one scripture, one God, one religion and one occupation. Therefore, Ekam Shastram Devaki Putra Gitam Let there be one scripture only, one common scripture for the whole world, Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is not a sectarian book. It is a book of choices. It is not a book of impositions. Various choices are given in the Bhagavad Gita and it's up to us what we want to choose and accordingly derive the benefit. Like Krishna speaks the entire Bhagavad Gita in the end. He tells Arjuna, I have spoken to you so many things. Now you choose. Do as you like. So the same thing with uh, us also. When we go through the Bhagavad Gita, there will be so many options available. Krishna will talk about the least, the best, the middle one. It's up to us to choose. And whatever we choose, accordingly we'll get rewarded or punished because we are held responsible for the choices that we make. Whatever we are today is the result of choices made in the past. And whatever we will be in future will depend on the choices we make today. So Gita is simply teaching us how to make the best choices. Eko Devako, Eko Devo Devaki Putra Eva. Let there be one God for the whole world. That is Devaki Putra. Who is that? Krishna. Eko Mantras Tasse Namani. Let there be one mantra. Which mantra? The one consisting of his names. Like we have the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare. It is only talking about his names. And karma pi ekam tasse devasya seva. Let there be one occupation, one work only, and that is service to the Supreme Lord. So that's how this Gita Mahatmya ends. And from tomorrow, we begin the first chapter. And it is extremely interesting. Every chapter gets deeper as we go through the Bhagavad Gita. A lot of things we shall learn, but remember three things enthusiasm, determination, and patience. So see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.